Talking sports. Hello, everybody. This is Fumbling Around, and I'm Andy Reid. And I'm Chris Moody. That is Chris Moody. He is my uh, auditioning co-host today. We'll see. We'll see. I haven't landed on one yet. Uh, as everybody knows, uh, my former co-host, Matt Pendridge, uh, died in a volcano accident. Oh, I know. I had no idea. Uh, yeah, I, few people do. There's a Russian operative posing as Matt Pendridge, uh, playing with Re- Reclassified Pluto, playing with Hug Squared, trying to get himself in the Detroit improv community to find secrets to send back to uh, the motherland. Jeez. Yeah. It's really uh, it's, He is an everyday tragedy. man. I mean, he is very, like, not replaceable, but <laughs> interchangeable in terms yeah. of, like, his appearance. Yeah. Stuff, <laughs> For sure. Yeah. They found a Russian that kind of looked like him, and so far people are buying it. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I've been auditioning people. Uh, last week, uh, Jeff Horst was in here. Okay. Uh, and I thought he did a pretty good job. He, kn- <laughs> he knew his stuff. He liked sports. Okay. He had a lot of good stories. But uh, on Friday, his stand up special I saw that. Uh, was on I didn't Comedy see it, Central. But I heard about it. That's I think, uh, yeah, I would have maybe offered him the role as co-host, but uh, figuring better things. Yeah, he uh, he reached out to me before I reached a decision and said, "Sorry, I'm taking my Take name out of the in. running because I'm going straight to the top." Well, congratulations to him as well. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but his uh, gain is our loss <laughs> because <laughs> still looking for a co-host. Good, good. Yeah, it's good for you because you're here now. Because I'm, uh, th- yeah. And this might be it. Uh, this now could I'm be even more nervous. Yeah, Not that well, I was nervous going in. There's a lot riding on the line. It's every, as everybody knows, it's forty three thousand dollars a year plus benefits. Andy, to I'm gonna have to take myself out of consideration. I'm sorry. What? It's not the money. It's just the time, the time and once a week and the effort. And I just don't just want to put the effort toward it. So you, all, I'm out. You're already out. I'm already. All right. Out. Wow. This I'm is a, <laughs> this is uncharted territory. I just didn't want you to get your hopes up, and I didn't want to, you know, build a rapport with you that it would feel like I'm. I'm breaking it off. All right. Too early, so. <laughs> well, here we go, folks. Uh, this is the first n- uh, episode of the new Fumbling Around that we already know th- there's no future here. <laughs> but well, there is a future. We could still have fun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, knowing that you're not going to be uh, the co-host moving forward. But maybe I'm auditioning n- you to re- have me reconsider. Oh, yeah. no. So maybe. now there's you're throwing know. the pressure back on I me. I am. Yeah, I like doing that. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I like that because it, uh, it's like playing hard to get. Yeah, now I'm exactly. trying to work for your affections. Please do. Please, I want you as my co-host, Chris, <laughs> forever. Uh, well, Chris, you're a, a Philly sports guy. I am. Yeah. Born and raised. Born and raised. Uh. So um, did you see that guy who literally ate shit? I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not the proudest <laughs> moment. And if I... It's like six degrees. I knew a guy that knew a guy that knew him. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew it was going to circle around that way. Yeah. So you played Kevin Bacon, six degrees of Kevin Bacon with the guy who I had to figure it shit. out. I had to find out who it was <laughs> just so I can – because I knew the questions were so going to come. So you like, had a buddy who went to high school with him or something? It was a friend I went to college with, uh, so, some relative – it was posted online. When I saw the link, I, I followed it, and I, f- I found out that, yes, it's there, there is a connection there. <laughs> oh Distant connection. But For anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, 
after the Eagles won the Super Bowl last year, uh, everybody spilled out into the streets of Philadelphia to celebrate, as uh, cities do. Uh, the Philadelphia celebration got a little out of hand, and there was a man that got on his hands and knees and, in celebration, uh, ate a big pile of horse shit. But it wasn't it wasn't an original thought though, because it goes back to the Phillies winning the World Series in '08. Oh, it there's was, a it was done story. there, and it was uh, a bet you wouldn't do that kind of thing. Oh, so now this is a Philly sports tradition. Tradition, yeah. <laughs> I guess you do it twice, it becomes a tradition. Um, what would have to happen in Philadelphia sports for you to eat shit? Nothing. You no. would never no. do it. You no. would never do it. Just couldn't. No. There's certain <laughs> things. Been, uh, you're right. There've been. Uh, well, the Phillies won in what? Oh nine. Oh eight. Last time. Oh uh, eight. Yeah, 09, I think they went and they lost to the Yankees. The Eagles won la- the Super Bowl last year. Mm-hmm. The pe- the Penguins have been good, that's, but not, they haven't won it. That's not that's not Philadelphia. Well, that's Pittsburgh. Yeah, You're the Flyers. Different. Yeah, different. yeah. <laughs> it's a lot different. Uh, yeah, so Flyers what are, are your thoughts on uh, Sid the Kid? You love him, uh, right? I, He's your I favorite. Cannot, <laughs> no, I can't deal with Sid the uh, Kid. The Flyers have not won anything. No, they haven't since uh, like the 75. Yeah. yeah. Now, my mom was pregnant with my brother uh, in the hospital, and the Flyers won their first Stanley Cup in 74. So that's why your brother's named Flyer Moody. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And the Penguins aren't anything, right? Not Penguins, sorry, Pirates. So many P. That's baseball. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the Pirates haven't won anything. That's Pittsburgh again. No, they haven't won it since What's the 70s. What's your base? God damn it. What, the Phillies. Uh, the 76ers. You got all four there sports. We go. yes. There we go. We got the Sixers. You got Pittsburgh the Sixers. Pittsburgh does not have basketball. Uh, Sixers are on the – They yeah, are like they're the, on their own pause right now. They're trying to play Moneyball by being awful for a long time. Yep. Yep. They were the first to kind of do something like this um, – Knowingly and let, letting people know that that's what they were doing. The process, so, <laughs> as they say. <laughs> the process. The process. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers have publicly stated that they Not are intentionally pub- I wouldn't being say publicly, awful. but it was definitely noticeable in, yeah. in just the way that they, they so played the five seasons, I think it was. Their strategy is to be as bad as they can be to ke- continue to get the best draft picks they can. Yes, and only uh, like half of the draft picks that they've had since they've been awful have actually panned, panned out. out right. And they've like traded Nerland's, away, gone. Nerland's Noel's gone. Uh, uh, Joel Embiid has uh, been hurt, still right? Here, yeah. He's, yeah, he's the... The Golden Child, and then uh, who was that? Okafor, he's gone. Omeka Okafor. Omeka Okafor, he's gone. Um, they've held on to uh, Ben Simmons. Oh right. Yeah, I was at the game. Uh, he was playing in the summer league a couple of years ago. I was at the game in Vegas uh, on work, and I was there when he hurt his foot and broke his foot, which sucks. Um, ben Simmons was weird because he was. Probably inarguably the best player in college basketball on a team that didn't even make the yep. NCAA tournament. That's true. That's <laughs> so true. So the whole year it was like, what, why, why is that a thing? Why can't they win if he's there and destroying everybody in the SEC? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Basketball is a different beast. Yeah. Can't, you can't, I can't. You, you get these one and dones and you don't know yeah. how, how they're going to pan out. In the how did you celebrate the Eagles win? Uh, I was there. You were in Philly? I don't know. Oh, I you was, were at the game? I was in Minneapolis. What? Yeah. Did you go to yeah. the Super Bowl? Or you um, I had a, uh, a a company I work with 
um, at, I, I help produce trade shows mm-hmm. and they work in a lot of cities around North America. And when they went to the NFC championship, my contact with this said uh, company said, you know, if the Eagles beat the, beat the whoever it was, um, this would have been the Vikings. Um, I may be able to get you into the Super Bowl. (laughs) And when they did, he's like, yeah, plan on going to the Super Bowl if you want to. We'll we'll try (laughs) to get you in without a ticket and stuff. Um, So the reason being, they produced the decor for the the Super Bowl. They take the uh, parties beforehand, the setups and everything. So I did. I I flew out there, got a really cheap ticket, um, went in Sunday morning. Did the whole thing that they had downtown at Campus Martius, the whole um, NFL experience. That's Detroit. <laughs> oh, no, when, when was in Detroit. Oh, oh, When oh, we was oh. down at Campus Martius, they gotcha. had, like, the, you know, and the, and the um, what do they call it, the uh, Kobo Center. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I did the whole day there and then went to the game, didn't have a seat, wandered around. And uh, the next day, my flight was canceled, and I spent the day with uh, some friends in Minneapolis, Jill Bernard. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, comedian MJ Marsh. Yeah, yeah. Good, good improvisers. People. Yep. And uh, then I flew out later that night. So when I got. you were, you were physically watching the game with your bare eyes, or you were? Yes, I was walking around because there wasn't a lot of standing room only space. Yeah. So I was. But in, you were in the stadium. Yeah, I That's was walking awesome. around in the perimeter of stuff, and I kind of hung out afterwards and made my way around the stadium after the game. And that's awesome. It was. Pretty crazy. The last time that Michigan made the national championship in hockey, um, I got in a minivan with my dad and two friends, and we drove 12 hours to Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. We're there for, uh, I don't know, five total hours, including the game, and drove back. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. That's an experience. <laughs> they didn't win, <coughs> but that's all right. Mm-hmm. It was still fun. Fun at the Yost <coughs> as well. I've been to a few games. Oh, yeah. It gets rowdy there. Yeah. I got kicked out once. For? For, uh, you know the chant that they yell when you go to, when somebody There's a lot of chants I don't get. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, it started in the early 90s, I believe. Okay. Uh, and every year they add a new insult to the, uh, they call it the see a chant. It's when okay. somebody gets a penalty and they go to the penalty box okay. from the other team. Um, and it's like, see ya, bitch, cheater, slut, whore, cocksucker. It's a bunch of words like uh-huh. that. <laughs> and they add another word each year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they were, when I was in school, they were trying to crack down on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a tradition that will never yeah, die. Yeah, sure. Uh, kind of like eating shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I happened to be in a chicken costume and I had a megaphone. I was easily identifiable <laughs> in the, uh, in the student section. Uh, so they were basically – they had security guards waiting for somebody to ha- get a penalty, and then we all did it, and I was the one yelling it Chicken. into a megaphone. Uh, so I got – What uh, was the word? What was the new word? Uh, I think – I believe that year it was ski polar. Ski polar. Yeah. You, you like if you're doing skis. Oh, uh, okay. But it, pretend they're not – Ski poles, but they're dicks. Uh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you were a chicken ski poling. Yeah. And they three. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's all one long. So I don't know. I would assume that they still add words every year. It's got to be like thirty seconds long now of just a string of obscenities. Mm. It's really but quite that impressive. They stop cracking down and not. I don't know. Up? I I mean it didn't stop when I was in school. Uh, 
even though they wanted it to. Would the lesson be like don't, don't dress up as a chicken? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Okay. It was a whole mess. My parents were in town for oh. my sister's uh um she got put on the dean's list or whatever. Okay. Uh and they just happened to be driving by Yoast as Leaving. I was uh, arguing with a <laughs> a cop about with, with the head off. Uh no, I still had I still had the whole thing. Okay. But I get a text from my sister. Uh, it was that you <laughs> in front of Yoast. They saw me That's arguing. Uh, something you'll never forget. Yeah, kind of yeah. like your trip. It's a really proud, uh, proud moment for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've taken a liking to watching the um, United States Training and Development Team in Plymouth. Oh yeah, yeah. They make it into. Uh, I I feel like it's not a well known fact that the the United the the U.S. Under eighteen Development Team so. Um, teenage hockey players who legitimately have a chance of eventually becoming an Olympic athlete, like the best of the best, play here. Yeah. Their home base is here. It's crazy. I mean, I feel sorry for them a lot of times because I, I've gone, uh, my wife Beverly and I go to the games quite a bit, and that place is like a tenth empty or a tenth full. The Cube? Uh, well, it was at the Cube. It used, yeah. to play, it used to play down in Ann Arbor at the Cube, and now it's at um, – Whatever it's called now, USA oh now it's in Plymouth. Arena. So I I didn't even realize they moved. Yeah, they yeah. moved. Uh, I don't know, like four years ago. They usually always play Michigan in a preseason game. Yep, they do. They and in, that, in fact, they added a bunch of college teams this year. They have a player on the team that they're saying is the the next big American thing. Oh yeah, his name's Jack White or no Jack That's a Hughes. Jack, <laughs> Jack, Jack, Jack White's different. Jack White. Is yeah. the rock star. Yeah. If we have time, I'll tell you a really funny, cool story I heard about Jack White. Oh, please. Let's do the, it. On the road. Let's do going it. Going up to Canada, up to Toronto. Oh, you want to tell that first? Right now. So I was driving up um, middle of the night. I go up to Toronto a lot for work. And on one Canadian radio station, I had kind of like their version of Behind the Music. And it was on Jack White. And I, I you know, not being from here, um, I was finding a lot of things out that I've never heard before. And there was one particular thing that I thought was pretty incredible. He was an upholster for some time um, early in his musical career and formed a band. And I might, I'm might i sure the people listening to this will probably know more than I will, and I'm probably not doing it justice. But he was formed a band called The Upholsters, and they played at local gigs around Detroit um, on their off time and obviously worked together upholstering furniture. Um, but I guess during this time, when they would upholster these couches and love seats and stuff, they would put albums, their album, in the in s- inside the furniture, really, <laughs> and just give it to the you know they'd come and pick their furniture up. <laughs> so there's like hundreds of Jack White upholster albums. Those are probably in Detroit, and they, they become collectible. Yeah, yeah. I looked it up one time to see how many have been found or whatever, and I haven't been able to find. You heard it here, folks. Yeah, I'm sure if people at have any heard that point before. Though. In the last 20 years, you got a couch fix. Rip it up. Rip it up. <laughs> there could be treasure inside. <laughs> uh, um, Philadelphia fans are known for being um, assholes. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Is that? A, oh yeah. Do you think that's uh, like so a it's proud? Do, yeah. Do well, you have Philly to fans take pride in the fact that everybody thinks that they are the worst fans in America? Well, it comes with. Um, you know, think of the whole in Michigan, Michigan State thing and sure. being called little brother, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you have to realize Philadelphia is two hours from New York. It's four hours from Boston. It's an hour and a half from 
Baltimore and like two and a half from Washington DC and then Pittsburgh and everything is real close. So when you see all these cities uh, winning Super Bowls, NBA, you know, NHL and Major League Baseball Championship World Series and we don't, it gets to a point where the anger builds over the years. <laughs> and it's just one of these things we've gone, you know, up until the World Series in 08, I think the f- last one was mi- 1983, the Sixers won. Uh-huh. Um, so there's a lot of build-up angst, and, you know, there was some lowlights over that time. but uh, Like w- batteries getting whipped at Santa Claus? Uh, no, that was th- – <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't batteries. It was snowballs, but that was that was another, oh, that's that was another story. <laughs> no, it was batteries were thrown at um, – the Phillies' first-round draft pick, who decided not to play for them, went back into the draft and showed up in a Cardinals uniform <laughs> by the name of J.D. Drew. Okay. Yeah, he was getting batteries whipped at him from the stands. <laughs> I mean, it's when you hear something happen, it's like, oh, it's Philadelphia again. It's yeah. like it's one, it's kind of a badge of courage or badge of honor. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm mostly I'm proud of it because it's you know it makes me chuckle because you know. I've done my stupid things in the past. Sure. Philadelphia police had to spend how many man hours uh, throwing bacon grease on light poles around mm-hmm. the city? Oh, yeah. So people didn't and, climb. And it worked, too. Some of them got <laughs> it up. It worked. Yeah, some I of did, There were a bunch of tweets of people showing that they were, like, 30 feet up light poles. Oh, yeah. Like, fuck you, cops. I made it up here. Exactly. <laughs> and they had to take uh, eight showers to get that bacon grease Ugh. up. But, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a few made it up, but. It's and it's built up. I mean, when the Phillies won the World Series, I seriously tried to get back there to just be there in for the, the parade. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, for sure. Uh, the last time, the last two times, Michigan made the national championship in basketball. I watched both from Ann Arbor just because, like, yeah, I need, I want to be there. Uh, if it happens, and it didn't happen either time. No. <laughs> you're freaking uh, over Wildcats. You're, you're, yeah. Yeah. The Philly team uh, wiped the floor with Michigan. Yeah, the Philadelphia has a real good basketball yeah. history with the Big Five and Villanova out of the Big Five. You had Villanova, LaSalle, Penn, St. Joe's. Well, Jay Wright's had Drexel. Nova going for a while. Like they're yeah. a legit power. At oh this yeah, point. yeah. He's um there. There's been talk of him moving on, but I I don't see it. Yeah, I think he's a lifer. He's gonna be. He's still pretty young, right? Oh yeah. He's got that Clooney salt and pepper mm-hmm. thing going, but he's still a, a, a hunk. Oh yeah, he's uh well <laughs> well loved in the city. Doesn't buy a drink, I'm sure. In the yeah. Entire city. Oh, for sure. Uh, but if anybody bought one of the players a drink, it would be an NCAA violation. Yes, it would. Yeah, that's bullshit. Bullshit. Don't do that. Uh, speaking of NCAA violations, Urban Meyer, three he's game a- suspension. You know. One week of practice, he's allowed to practice with them for the Rutgers and TCU games. Uh, slap on the wrist. Uh, I At a certain point, I had assumed that Ohio State was not going to do the right thing. But what really got me mad about the decision was that this press conference they had. They, they met in their uh, – athletic department offices for over 10 hours on mm-hmm. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. They come out late at night mm-hmm. to announce the three-game suspension, put Urban Meyer in front of the media. He is uh, um, uh, rude and 
curt with his answers. Mm-hmm. He sounded like uh, he sounded like a twelve-year-old kid that sure. was that their parents told them to apologize to a kid on the playground. Yep. That's what he sounded like. And do you notice the one thing that was left out? Her name, uh-huh. an apology to her oh, specifically. Yeah. yeah, just that's. Uh, Somebody asked him specifically, "What would you say to Courtney Smith right now?" And he was like, "Well, I just want to apologize to all of Buckeye Nation." Like, yeah. uh, he still doesn't understand that he did anything wrong, and until we hold powerful people accountable for their shitty actions, things like this will continue to happen in sports and outside of them. Yeah, he's a bad person. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's followed him everywhere he's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happened in Florida. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan. Um, and it's <laughs> not, it's yeah, I'm not and either. No, and, and <laughs> like I'm a fan of college football, and I, I enjoy college football. And being from Pennsylvania, you don't have a lot of big-time colleges unless you travel you know, four hours to see Penn State. Yeah, well, and even yeah. Temple. I mean, Temple's downtown, and it lays it. But it, you don't have that feeling of the rivalries in the area. Yeah. So when I moved out here in 2003, uh, I felt it. You know, it was cool to be surrounded by – you know, the big time. And the f- the f- one of the first things I did when I moved here was to go out and see the big house because I've Hell heard yeah. so many so many things about it. I went out that same year to Michigan State. Um, and I just love the fact that, like, even, like, Bowling Green and Toledo are right down the, the road an hour away that yeah. you can get down and see a, a Mac game. And it's just uh, I love I love that type of college football and seeing the rivalries and being a fan of it. And not having an emotional attachment and just seeing good games. And, it, you know, I haven't taken allegiance to any particular team out here. <laughs> uh-huh. But I do love seeing teams beat Ohio State. Me too. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, Michigan has not done it with any semblance of, uh, of frequency in quite a while. Yeah. Um, I just uh, – I'm you already see fans – uh, of Ohio State gathering around in uh, in the beginnings of this becoming a redemption story mm. for him, uh, regardless of Ohio State's success on the field, because this was not to anything to do with uh, how good or bad they were at football. Um, and they're still the most talented team in the Big Ten, if not the country, Um Regardless of how well they do this year, this is not a story of him overcoming adversity and finding redemption. Uh, so I really am going to lose my mind the first time I see that article written mm-hmm. from the Columbus Dispatch or whatever. Because uh, it, 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 people will frame it that way. Mm-hmm. He did not overcome adversity. He was uh, uh, given leniency oh, yeah. for uh, – Criminal cover-up. <laughs> it's college football now. Yeah. You know, he's bigger than the president of the university. I oh, mean, yeah. it, it was an interesting well, thing to watch. This is the same school that about a decade ago or whatever um, fired their most successful head coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know if people remember specifically, but before they fired Trestle, uh, there was a similar press conference to what we just saw on Wednesday. Mm-hmm where uh, Ohio State concluded their own investigation into the the um, allegations against the program. They found that Trestle did nothing wrong. And then, like, six months later, they had to fire him. Yeah. Uh, at that press conference, uh, athletic director Gene Smith, who's still there, yeah. was asked 
um, what uh, what the reaction would have been if he fired Tressel or whatever. And he said, well, I'm just glad that he didn't fire me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's this big – it was it's this, still this quote that uh, kind of uh, symbolizes their uh, – Ohio State's relationship to their football program. And their dysfunction as and well. Yeah. And uh, here we are. They, they have – Every possibility of winning a national championship uh, this year, and if they do, it's gonna. I think it's just gonna really take the wind out of um, college football a little bit. Yeah. I there's a lot of this was a really ugly month for the sport at large. Mm-hmm. You had that. Um, you had the Maryland issue. He had ties to Michigan too, right? He he was Harbaugh's first defensive coordinator here, okay. so he was here for a year. He a- he coached under Harbaugh, or um, he coached under Urban Meyer for much longer than he did Harbaugh, hmm. and he coached under uh, Will Muschamp yeah. uh, for a long time. So I would not call him a Harbaugh protege, uh, but he definitely came. I mean, he coached under him. For he was a more time. of an interim until he could get the guy from Boston College. Uh, right? well, I think he or was. No. Maybe my timing's off. Uh, no, he was he was the first year guy, and they had a. Very good. De- I was very happy with the defense he put up uh, in his first year here. Uh, I was a fan of his. I thought he was a good coach. And then I found out, like, you know, opinions can change. And I found mm-hmm. out a lot of terrible things about him in the last month or so. Um, and then after he he left to be the head coach at Maryland, Maryland. and uh, we hired Don Brown, yeah, uh, who is uh, Much such better. a huge yeah. upgrade. It's uh, unbelievable. But, yeah, um, that's where we are. You know, uh, there's scuzzy stuff happening at Texas A&M right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And we just got to get there. Football (laughs) season, is it starts next week. (laughs) It starts next Saturday. Yeah, once they start playing the games, that stuff seems to go away. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of Michigan football uh, and the connection to Philadelphia, my favorite player who was the Eagles traded up to get him had a rough start to his NFL career, yeah. got hurt in training camp, came back, and now just signed a, a big deal with the Eagles at Brandon, Brandon Grandman. Grand. I met him a few Grand. times when uh, when I was out in Philly. Yeah. And he's a great guy. He was on – he was the star of the first team that I covered at Michigan. And that was Rich Rod, right? Yeah, that was 2008. Yeah. So that was my – um. Uh. yeah – so I was around him, and I uh, I was covering the team as like a uh, runner for the free press. Ooh, I just burped right into That's the right. mic. <laughs> um, at that time, and he was a megastar. He was really good, and he was really nice and humble and awesome, which is not always the case with people like that. And he could have very easily transferred that year, because was he was I'm trying to think. He was there during a transition. Yeah, he was a freshman. I think uh, he was he was a freshman in the last class that Lloyd Carr brought in. That's right. So then he spent the majority of his career with Rich Rod. Yeah. Um, because uh, what was the quarterback's name that won the game against uh, Penn State? I was at that game. Ryan Mallett. Ryan Mallett. <laughs> he transferred, right? He yeah, he the, transferred. Yeah. He was. Uh, he was. Not that way. He was not a good person. <laughs> he was he was just like uh, I think he let uh, his uh, star yeah. get to his head early on. He yeah. came from 
Texas football. So yep. down there, you're like a superstar. Yeah. Like you're that running back that they had that bounced off everybody. Sam McGuffey. Sam McGuffey. <laughs> he's Olympian, right? Yeah. He just got a silver medal in the uh-huh. – uh, he's a bobsled. Yeah. I would be fascinated to know how that happens. Yeah. Because um, he had a rice, right? Uh, he, rice he, uh, for yeah. three years? Um, so he's from Texas. He came up here. Um, he had immediate concussion problems <laughs> right away. His freshman year, I saw him, his younger brother – and his dad come to a frat party. Sam McGuffey was in his own jersey. <laughs> they were. Oh, he was, yeah. And it was weird. Uh, I don't know how much I see. It doesn't matter. There's like 60 people are going to listen to this. Uh, um, his dad was there and wouldn't let Sam touch any drinks. That, like, keep keep him away, watching him close. Yeah, good for him. And his... 16 year, year old brother or whatever got fucked up nice. <laughs> but he but for whatever reason i guess he just assumed uh sam was the future <laughs> the younger brother wasn't gonna be amount to anything uh, yeah i watched a game they had a game on espn uh that sam mcguffey was playing this senior year mm-hmm. and uh it was like front page news in the detroit free press that uh, Sam McGuffey is going to be on ESPN tonight, and I watched it. And senior year of high school? Senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. I forget the name of the school. Cy, um, Cy Something Cal. South. Yeah. He was like, and they played North. I think it was their yeah. big rival. It's huge college. It's huge high school football. Have you been to any, like, Texas Friday night-like games? Nah. No? No. Have you ever been to a Michigan-Ohio State game at the at the uh, horseshoe? Three. Three. Really? Yeah. I went... The first one was, uh, remember 2006, when they were both undefeated going in, oh, yeah. and they were one sure. versus two in the country. Sure. That was my first one. Okay. I scalped a ticket, nice. and it ha- ended up being in their student section. Okay. Uh, so I was by myself because we all just found our own individual tickets mm-hmm. in the middle of their student section for that game, and then I went, um, Richard's first year, mm-hmm. which was a disaster, and then. Hoax last year, which was also a disaster. Hoax last year is that the year that was he, they? Since I've lived in Michigan since oh four, oh three, oh four, they've beaten them once, right? And yeah. that was the year that we were just talking about with Trestle, right? Yeah, that they the <laughs> that was the coach. year let Luke Fickle. Yeah, was that in at Michigan or was that in Ohio State? Uh, no, that was at Michigan. It was. They haven't won in Columbus since two thousand two, I think. Yeah, I remember watching that. Game. Yeah. So, 2003 was the 100th game. Okay. And that was at Michigan. That was Braylon. Uh, and they, they won pretty significantly. Yeah. 2004 was down there. On, I think they won. They must have won. And then 2005 was... Uh, um, Richard? Uh, no, that this is still Lloyd Carr. Oh. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. They no. lose all. They've it's lost. All right. <laughs> they've lost it's a bunch of it's stupid cyclical. games. Yeah, I could be even wrong. It could be even longer ago than two thousand two that they actually won down there. Um, but yeah, it we're due for yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, but like you said, they have a strong team, and you look at the amount of players in the National Football League that are from the state of Ohio, which they pretty yeah. much have a stranglehold. They well, Harbaugh has done a better job of recruiting there. Mm-hmm. Michigan traditionally 
uh, recruits a lot of talent from Ohio. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was an area of the country that Rich Rod knew nothing about and didn't recruit at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, we basically surrendered Ohio and Michigan to Ohio State and Michigan State in recruiting. Yeah. Now that's back. But now we're now we're staying home and getting guys and uh, yeah, we'll see. This year is going to be crazy because I think that uh, Ohio State, Michigan, yeah. potentially Michigan State. And yep. maybe Penn State, if certain things come together for them, all have the type of talent that you could make a run at the playoff with. And don't sleep on Nebraska this year. Yeah, but this is all in one division. But they they still play Nebraska this year. Yeah, Michigan does. Yeah. yeah. And Notre Dame. Yeah. So <laughs> at Notre Dame, at Michigan State, at Ohio State, and home games against uh, Penn State, Wisconsin, and Nebraska. Yeah. It's brutal. Brutal. So – there's a lot of Michigan fans talking themselves up, uh, talking themselves into the season, and. Um, but uh, you'd rather you'd rather win those games because of strength of schedule yeah. and those things. But yeah, you obviously have to win them. Yeah, uh, um, the Lions are playing. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I watched a bit last night. I got home late. I, I actually went to a high school football game. My niece. Cheers for the uh, Farmington High School. Oh, Farmington Falcons. Hills or Farmington? Farmington, yeah. Um, Farmington Hills is a football factory. I don't know anything about Farmington. Um, yeah, I actually sat behind in front of a guy whose son played for Farmington, was a running back, and he was really excited about next year because mm. I guess Farmington Hills closes and all their players have oh. to go somewhere. Yeah. So they were excited about some of the players that were coming in. Um, but when I got home, I turned on – the television and the Lions had just started the third quarter and I thought it was interesting that Stafford was still playing in yeah. the third quarter. They uh, uh, And they hadn't scored a touchdown. People were freaking out last night. Uh, it was, well, it was 17, no, uh, 13-6 mm-hmm. right before halftime. Mm-hmm. And they tried like a 62-yard field goal or something. And uh, Tampa Bay fielded it in the end zone and ran it back for a touchdown. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, oh, I didn't yes, see that. Damn. Yeah. So that's how they close out the first uh. half, to go down 20-6. to six. Was it at home? Was no, it, it, was, it was at Tampa. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's <laughs> but right. Uh, then uh, there's just a meltdown <laughs> online. People are ready to bail on this season, and it's not – it's still preseason. Yeah. And then they ca- came back and won anyway. They, uh, they finished it out. Jake Rudock – Former Michigan quarterback mm-hmm. threw a touchdown with yep. uh, 30 seconds left. I saw I saw highlights this morning of that. This is yeah. I uh, you know I I do find and it's awful. I do find pleasure in the Lions losing here. I there just you. It's a annual tradition. Uh, it's not a fall until you see some Lions buffoonery. Yeah, I love it. I need it. Uh. It's just part of the it's part of the fabric of the program. <laughs> yeah, you know, like the the stupid catch rule and all these dumb ways they've ever lost games. It's part of it, and I love it. And they'll come. I, it's they've paid enough of their dues, you know. And going into this year, obviously having at my team win the Super Bowl, it's a little bit <laughs> it's a little bit different, you know, because it was always. Have you heard the, the rumors about Nick Foles? I know that the Eagles just got shut out by the Cleveland Browns. Ooh, five yikes. Nothing, but 
I've been uh, yes, I don't want, I don't want to get into that, but I've yes, I've I've heard the rumors of Nick Foles. You know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about, <laughs> Andy. We've had this conversation several times. Um, yes, he's uh, he's a great well backup quarterback. Great backup quarterback. He is backup now. He's very they're going back with Wentz. Uh, yeah, they're. That's a wild. Uh, are they going to trade Nick Foles? No, no. I think I think had it been um, earlier in the year. Uh, like around the trade deadline, or not the trade deadline, the the draft, they may have, uh, may have like thought about it. Yeah. But right now, they're uh, they're in need of a a backup quarterback that can actually play so this. The Eagles last year, uh, they had they were having a really good season with Carson mm-hmm. Wentz. He gets hurt. I was at the game that he got hurt at, yeah, and it was LA. pretty late. It was in November, right? It was late. Uh, it was. Yeah. Let me think here. Might have been December, like and beginning were, of December. Th- yeah, so it was late at the late. Coliseum, and there were um, there were articles on the Ringer about how Carson Wentz might be making an MVP run, and oh, how yeah. this is a, a truly special season. And then he gets hurt, and they, with a backup quarterback, uh, make a friggin' run to the Super Bowl. But uh, he struggled. I mean, he struggled when he first. I mean, Foles he played did. the second half. Yeah, he made some big throws in the second half. But leading down the stretch, yeah. I think they had four games left, and at that point they hadn't. I don't think they've clinched the. They clinched the playoff berth that game, but, not but they the didn't division. clear the home field advantage. Um, but then he won a couple really terrible games against Oakland and another team, and uh, they went on from there. But yeah, it was shaky, yeah. and and you know, Eagle Eagles fans were definitely thinking, that, "Here we go again," kind of deal, and. And I, I told that to my dad. I remember being on the train riding back um, to the to the uh, state in Santa Monica, and they had this great train that runs right from Santa Monica downtown right to the Coliseum. And uh, w- I was on the train. I said, "You know what? If the Eagles are going to win a Super Bowl, it's going to be this year when nobody expects them to do it." And then, you know, they had some luck going in through the playoffs. Yeah. With it. So well, your uh, your prediction is that now that there's now that they have the country's attention they take a dive bomb this year no i think they'll i think they'll struggle a little bit they have a tough schedule Did, wait so uh you lost the game five nothing to baker mayfield <laughs> yeah he's their new quarterback right? i didn't know the game was on and i turned it on in like the fourth quarter yeah and uh it was a pretty bad game people, i don't i don't pay attention people to freak out about preseason. preseason it's the same thing if michigan loses to notre dame everybody's gonna oh, lose yeah. their minds oh yeah and absolutely and the season's gonna be over already i have a great shirt it's one of my favorite shirts. I haven't worn it in a while, um, but it's the Lions 2008 preseason Pre- champion. championship <laughs> shirt. I remember those whenever like sports memorabilia place had Four those. Yeah. Preseason, yeah, yeah. Oh, and sixteen after yeah. the fucking Browns have lost what thirty-one straight games. Uh, that might be right. They won win in the past two seasons. Yeah, they went one and fifteen. Right. But you saw. You, you've seen Vegas has them. With better odds to win the Super Bowl than I think the Rams. What? And yeah, some other decent teams. The Falcons. Yeah. So are they seventy sixering? Um, <laughs> it's no. harder to be. It's harder to do it bad in in football. In pro football, you've got to have a lot of things break bad yeah. for you not to. You can't be on. You can't be bad on purpose. Like no. The seventy six. No. I mean, there's too many too many moving parts on football teams to be able to do that. And it all comes down to starting quarterback. That's, I can't think of a and any other industry 
that that would be a viable business strategy. Mm-hmm. No. If <laughs> and you look at uh, how many coaches th- and starting to be quarterbacks they bad. Yeah. Um, that's point shaving. Mm-hmm. I think the 76ers should be uh, kicked out of the league. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I'm really excited because we finally have real football to talk about. Mm-hmm. Next, uh, uh, one week from today, we will be at watching actual games. No more off-season craziness. Um, Are you going to South Bend? I was going to. but uh, So – uh, every college football team, they reserve a sp- specific number of tickets for uh, uh, traveling teams, mm-hmm. and um, you'll buy them through the athletic department. Mm-hmm. So my family has season tickets, mm-hmm. and um, w- we usually get road tickets to one game a year. Mm-hmm. This was the one we were trying to get. Uh, a month before the game, Notre Dame cut their – allotment for michigan fans from ten thousand to five thousand wow yeah brutal so we missed the cutoff we don't have enough like priority points or whatever but you can you can scout no uh ebay they're like 500 bucks oh really yeah but uh it's gonna be like uh my sister and her husband had already booked flights out here uh uh, anna and i took time off of work so we're just gonna have like a reed family tailgate up in muskegon (laughs) yeah nice uh, my my dad and I my dad's never been to um, East Lansing for a game, so oh. I think that's the away game we're gonna go to now. Yeah, that's fun to do. Well, <laughs> what? Uh, as a yeah traveling, uh, it's not as fun if you're uh, decked out in Michigan stuff. No, but traveling groups. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, they are. Um, I will say. Um, Michigan State fans, Ohio State fans, you assume going into it, um, they're uh, both of them are brutal, but I assume they would be. Mm. I've had full unopened beer cans chucked at me from balconies mm. in Columbus. Nice. Um, I've had, uh, you know, uh, people in East Lansing scream. Uh, uh, homosexual epithets at me from across oh, really? the, you know, just stupid yeah. stuff. Um, the schools that I didn't realize were awful mm-hmm. like that, uh, that shocked me. Penn State, yeah. their fans are oh, they yeah. I they have a little Philly in them I think yeah definitely and Illinois, oh really Illinois for whatever reason they're in bumpuck middle of nowhere in the state, uh they don't. They have Northwestern as a rival, mm-hmm. but you know they, for whatever reason, hate Michigan. Wow, they hate them. I oh. we beat them in uh, the year we won the basketball national championship. We beat them in the final four. Oh, and I think uh, Bo Schembechler said some s- stuff about how terrible their program was way back in the day or something well, that like would that. Do it. Uh, so they have always hated. So I go down there with my grandma when I was uh, like fourteen, mm-hmm. uh, and. Uh, my grandma was not ready to hear all the oh, terrible boy. stuff they Jeez. said to her. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I travel a lot to, for Philadelphia sports. I try to go to one away game a year. Yeah. Yeah. I went, um, you know, because it always comes back to Philadelphia for me. Uh, I did a train trip around North America in 2000, I think. And it was like 30 days around. Cool. And I saw, I think, nine Flyers games. Whoa. 
And same deal. I'm not the kind of person that would wear an opposing jersey in the arenas. I really? rarely did. And the only time I did was uh, we went to Colorado. I was I was there for the Flyers Avalanche game, and it was a two days or two or three days after Ray Bork signed a contract to play for the Avalanche, and he was considering Philadelphia, and it was the first game he was playing for them, and I wore my bright orange Flyers jersey, and I was walking up the stands to get to my seat, and my seat was all the way at the top, um, and I tried to avoid somebody, so I scooted up a seat. My foot slipped down like the chair folded. I fell down five <laughs> rows of seats in your bright orange, in my bright orange seat ah. pregame and it was <laughs> one of the most embarrassing moments because <laughs> i got up and i walked straight down the stairs and walked around the arena the yeah. rest of the time because there was no way i was surviving that <laughs> oh man yeah <laughs> uh so I, wait I when you go to when you go to phillies games around the country you don't wear you don't wear philly stuff very rarely what do you, i'll do it if like i'm with a group but there's no – you don't gain anything by wearing an opposing jersey. Yeah. And I've learned that first half, firsthand from seeing Giants fans sitting up in the 700 level in the old veteran stadium yeah. just getting pummeled by Eagles fans. There's just <laughs> no good that comes out of it. Yeah. You know, I'll wear a, a shirt with a logo or something, but nothing to draw. Well, I mean, gotcha. what's the point? You know, it's gotcha. – you're there – you're. You're still there to cheer out. on your team. Yeah. I'm a decked out kind of guy. Nah, I can't do it. I got the um, the uh, Arlington kickoff classic jersey they wore yeah. last year, the bright uh, uh-huh. maze one. Uh-huh. I w- bought one of those. That's my game day attire now. Okay. <laughs> but I will like if something happens good for the, the my my team, I will definitely pull out a a Ray Rice or not a Ray Rice, a Ray Jesus. Lewis. Yeah. Ray <laughs> Lewis, that's different. Ray Lewis yeah. celebration in front of everyone. Those are much different things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man. Um, so uh, actually, I'm going to be at th- that hotel that um that happened with Ray Rice. It's in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, they just reopened it uh, a couple months ago, and I am going to be there and. Three nights staying at that hotel gonna, in um, Ocean City. Are you gonna do it? Just a staying in a room. No, yeah. just probably making getting breakfast in the morning. Recreate like no, st- just really just going to the beach, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I figured um, uh, it would be fun if we picked some games on here. Okay. And I will. We'll see. I am notoriously terrible at picking against the spread. Okay. Um. My cat beat me. <laughs> <laughs> How did your uh, cat pick? I, I, I used to, when I worked for the Michigan Daily, the student newspaper, uh-huh. we always uh, picked against the spread for the Big Ten and Top 25, uh, and we had like a box in the newspaper every week. Okay. Um, so we had everybody's column and then everybody's total um, record at the bottom, and it was the four beat writers and my cat. Mm-hmm. And I would uh, uh, um, write down the team's names on pieces of paper and put cat treats on them. Nice. Uh, but uh, Chuckles beat me <laughs> in the picks. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm very bad at the spread. So I thought uh, because you are an actual sports fan, a uh-huh. lot of these people that sit down with me uh, aren't. So okay. Uh, um, spoiler alert, uh, most improvisers uh, couldn't give less of a shit about <laughs> sports. But that's okay. Yeah. yeah. But I thought it would be funny to track – uh, lines uh, throughout the entire season. Yeah, my record versus all of our 
uh, uh, guest yes. records oh, or yeah. auditioning co-host records. Sweet. So, uh, we'll start with the big one. Michigan at Notre Dame under the lights night game. Michigan favored by one point. One point, really. One point on the road. So. Well, they always seem to be, even remembering back to uh, Michigan's tough times that they were having through Rich Rod and. Um, <laughs> Rich Rod, they uh, still, they Rich still, Rod was 2 and 1 against they Notre They still Dame. played Notre Dame really well. And what was the one quarterback that, uh, that won the game for them? Denard? Um, nope. Um, Tate Forcier? Tate Forcier, yes. Did that he win was, a game against them? Yeah, that was 2009. Yeah, and they thought <laughs> he was the real deal. Yeah, and, and then the next year, uh, uh, Denard won the game against him, and we thought he was the real deal. Yep. Um, I, I do think Michigan's probably going to win by a few, probably by a field goal towards the end, um, and they will cover. Um, but I, I think it's going to be a tough game. The first game of the year, um, bravo to both teams scheduling this because normally you do get a couple patty cakes uh, leading up to the season. Yeah. So I do like when they do start off tough like Next this. Next year, it's in the middle of the year. Oh, really? It's like November, the first weekend in November. It's going to be crazy. Mm. Um, I I would have been okay if we never played Notre Dame again with the way that they handled uh, breaking the contract that they had with mm-hmm. us. Uh, it'll be an exciting game. I honestly have no idea what to expect from Notre Dame. Uh, their quarterback, Brandon Winbush, has reportedly not had a very good fall. Um, there, he's struggling and might spring. You mean? Oh, no, this uh, August. Oh, this okay. is spring. Uh, spring is in like uh, February through uh, April, March. Okay. Um, that they get. Um, 14 practices at that point, okay. and then you are um, officially allowed to start practice on August 1st, and that is called fall camp. Fall camp. Um, and Brandon Winbush has reportedly not impressed, um, so they might be looking at a quarterback controversy. Is he a freshman? Uh, no. No, he was their starter all of last year. Oh, really? Um, uh, they had m- maybe the – Best offensive line in the country last year, yeah. and almost I think there's only one starter back, so that's a huge uh, replacement. Uh, with Michigan, um, I feel comfortable saying that Michigan's got th- the maybe best defense in the country, um, maybe maybe one of the best three defenses in the country. In this time of year, it comes down to defense. Yeah, more than anything. It's the defense. Yeah. It's usually weeks ahead of the offense in terms of preparation. Yeah. So if you have a good defense and going on. Uh, almost the entire thing is back from last year. Uh, the uh, the defensive line is maybe the weakness of this team, and they have, like, three possible probable NFL players up there, mm. <laughs> and that's the weakness on mm-hmm. the de- – on the uh, so um, – with what Notre Dame is replacing and trying to figure out, I think Michigan can shut that offense down. But now uh, it's all offense. There's so many questions over there. The offensive line hasn't been good in a decade. Mm. Shea Patterson is a brand-new uh, mm-hmm. uh, entity. We have never seen him uh, throw a football in a Michigan uniform. Um, the wide receivers were unimpressive last year. Uh, but Tariq Black is back, coming back. So I have to make a pick. I'm going to say Michigan. 
taking the points. Good. Uh, yeah, why not? Let's yeah. do it. It's only one. So all they have to do is win the game, and they and you cover. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so let's go to state. Uh, Michigan State uh, is favored by 22 and a half points against Utah State. Wow. Utah State. The fighting Chucky Keatons, who was their quarterback like six years ago. Okay. <laughs> one of the only things I know about uh, the Aggies. Um, where is it in it's, Michigan, uh, it's, Michigan Yeah, State? it's in East Lansing. Um, yeah, this early in the year against a team that I have no idea who they are. Um, I'll go over. Over? Yeah. You think they are getting by more than more three than touchdowns? Yeah. yeah, I do. Uh, yeah. I think they're I'm out to prove something this year. Um, I think they had a, a rough s- end to their season last year, wasn't it? Didn't they lose a couple games at the end that they could have? No, they really kind of came together last year. They beat Penn State late. Um, nobody thought that they would do as well as they did last year. Yeah. That two years ago they went three and nine, but they did have a pretty tumultuous off season yes. as well. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. So I don't know. I, I I'll go the over. I don't know much of. I don't about know. The team. Yeah, I don't know enough about uh, Utah State to really give a, a detailed analysis of what they're going to bring to the yeah. table. But they are a middling uh, Mountain West team, you know, uh, which is comparable to something like the MAC, mm-hmm. uh, Michigan State. If they don't really take care of business that might uh signal that they aren't as good as everybody thinks they might be this year but i'm gonna go state too is it nike no 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 i have brian lewerke on my fantasy team though he has a fantasy college oh yeah oh god big time one thing i do not do is fantasy no fantasy sports um never gotten into it and never will yeah i i like college fantasy uh but that's what i pay attention to you know um and i would watch i would watch uh Northern Illinois ball ball state game mm. over like the Ravens versus the Patriots, mm. uh, um, and I would do that without fan- college fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. Um, all right, how about this Ohio State game? They are favored uh, by thirty seven points. Uh, they are um, hosting Oregon State. Really? Yeah. Thirty seven. Thirty seven is a lot. Yeah. Oregon State is. Uh, one of the probably three worst power five, five conference teams in the country. No, I I, I can't see them, especially them with what's Kansas going on Illinois. right now. You know, with the coach being out, um, they haven't had a very good history of having a uh, uh, interim coach step in and <laughs> coach the team. Yeah. Um, no, Dude, that I guy d- coaches at Cincinnati now. He's the head coach of the Bearcats. Yeah. 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 Um, no, I don't. I don't see them scoring. More than thirty-five points, so I'll I'll go with Ohio State, but the under. They're taking the under. Yeah. Woo! Oregon State stealing the game or stealing the the over at least. All right, I'm gonna take Ohio State here. Oregon State is hot straight garbage. Um, it, it's honestly like them, Kansas, and Illinois are the worst teams in major college football. Uh. I think that Ohio State's got plenty of talent uh, on both sides of the ball, too. Yeah. yeah. I, that's the thing. The, this three-game suspension is going to end up being nothing. Uh, they're going to easily take care of Oregon State. They're going to easily take care of Rutgers. Yeah. And um, 
whatever issues they have in those first two games uh, should be able to be taken care of before they play TCU. Yeah, it's true. I mean, yeah. they could go both ways. They could rally around each other. And yeah. But I, I, I don't think um, Ohio State's going to do as well as they thought they were going to do this year. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ah, man, I would love that. Uh, how about uh, moving out? Oh, no, one more Big Ten game. Uh, I thought this line was interesting. Uh, Iowa is favored by only nine and a half against Northern Illinois. Mac power. Did they tell you the Mac has always played the Big Ten tough. Yeah. Especially early on in the season. Um, and this is one of the most cons- – this is the only Mac program that has been consistently good for mm-hmm. a while. Like a, a, a Mac team will rise up one year and win 11 games. You know, last year or two years ago it was Western. Yep. Last year, I believe it was Toledo, mm-hmm. uh, and then there that coach goes and play, uh, coaches somewhere else. But Northern, Northern Illinois Don't is always good. Yeah, yeah, they um they have a consistent program there, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they knock off Iowa this this uh, this first game. They it's, it's always is it I always get them mixed up. Is it Iowa always loses or always has a tough time against Iowa State? They, yeah, they, they have a Northern rivalry. Iowa. Uh, well, they've lost to Northern Iowa yeah. in the past, but they play Iowa State every year. Yeah. Yeah, for the um, Cyhawk Trophy. God, you know that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a, a crazy game where they both look terrible <laughs> every year. Yeah. yeah. Now, Nor- Northern Illinois is always a good team. I'll go with Northern Illinois. Woo! Winning outright. Winning outright? Winning outright. Holy smokes. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna take. They Iowa. lost a lot of seniors this last year. Iowa too. I'm gonna take Iowa here. I think they're the second best team in the uh, Big Ten West. And if uh, if they can't beat Northern Illinois by ten points, then we might as well just uh, give Wisconsin <laughs> the huh? Big Ten West wow. championship already. Uh, all right, now moving out of the Big Ten, uh, Alabama is favored by twenty five points. Against Louisville. That's not a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> That's 25? 25 points. Against Louisville? Yeah. Who just lost? Uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson? Yeah. I think that's a lot of points. I'm going to take Alabama, though, still, because they're Alabama. And every single year, they have one of these uh, off-campus, um, neutral site, uh, non-conference games. Mm-hmm. And every year, they fucking embarrass Somebody. They did it to Michigan in what twenty fourteen. Yeah, they uh, did Jerry it to Dome, right? yeah. They did it to uh, Virginia Tech. They've done it to every. So where, where is it this year? Uh, I don't know. But it, is it off? Yes. It's a, yeah. Huh. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick uh, Alabama. Yeah. With, with the points. They're, Me too. They're a good team. Uh, fun game here. Miami LSU. Miami's favored by game. three. Yeah. Um, who's coaching LSU now? Ed Orgeron. Um, he ain't talking like this. He's a like a It's Cajun his second man. year coaching yeah. him. He had a tough first year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, he um, he got the interim tag lifted off of him because he won a couple games the after end. they fired yeah. Les. And uh, they fucking they lost to uh Troy yep. last year, and things were not going well. But they kind of put it together at the end. Yeah, LSU. I, I like LSU this year. I think they're going to surprise a lot of people. I know he had a, a pretty, uh, a real good, 
um, recruiting class coming in. O- nobody recruits like Ogeron. No, that's his whole thing. Yeah. You're going to go LSU? Yeah. All right. I think that Miami is a dark horse national championship contender. Really? Yeah. I think they, uh, they were – what, they won like their first 11 games last year. Mm. Uh, they are uh, super talented. They got Mark Richt down there. Uh, n- now he's like re-energized. He's mm-hmm. uh, uh, he kind of um, I don't know lost some steam in those last couple years mm-hmm. in Georgia. Uh, and if they beat Clemson, they could they could make a run to the playoffs. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna take Miami here. Cool. Hey, I want to put out an invitation to you, Andy. Okay. Okay. So uh, in November, every November, I go somewhere fun for two weeks to work. Uh huh. Um, this year I'm actually in Atlanta. I just got back from Atlanta last week. Uh huh. Uh, been to the College Hall of Fame three times. Every time I go back, something's new. It's pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, I've heard it's great. Uh, but the, one of the last days that I'm there, the Saturday that I'm there, uh, uh, Miami's in town to play Georgia Tech mm. in downtown Atlanta. So open invitation open if you want to come down. And What's the date? I don't know. Probably like the 10th of Oh, so November. it's earlier? 10th of November. Because uh, I was going to say if it was the last weekend, uh, no way. Because you have something going on. Ohio State game, yeah. baby. Um uh, but uh, if it's earlier, let's see. Michigan schedule. We've got November. Uh, November tenth. They're at Rutgers. Mm. Ooh. You got a choice between I've never New been York and Atlanta. I'm not going. Uh, I've been to my game yeah. at Rutgers. Yeah. I'm not going back this year. So you're more than welcome. To <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, yeah. You said Miami at Georgia Tech. Miami at Georgia Tech. Yeah. Uh, I have not seen a game at Bobby Dodd. I've heard it's a really cool place. Mm-hmm. All right, and there's a great pizza place right around the corner. Oh well, then I'm in. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll keep you posted. That sounds great. Uh, one last game, uh, Virginia Tech, Florida State, Florida State favored by seven and a half, just over a touchdown. Brand new coach, uh, Willie Taggart's in the mix now. They should be super talented, but uh, it's a transition year. What do you think? Who's their coach? Willie Taggart. With Florida State. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. Jimbo Fisher, Jimbo Fisher. Uh, left amid, uh, amid uh, a flurry of unhappiness. Yeah. Um, I just for the change of coach, I would probably go with Virginia Tech. Yeah. I mean, they've had their coach for what, the past couple of years after. After Beamer left. After Beamer left. Yeah, still have uh, what's his name, Bud Foster, mm-hmm. on the defensive end. Where are they playing? Uh, I think this is uh, another neutral site game. Yeah. Um, uh, Vin- Virginia Tech is probably going to take a step back this year. Um, they lost uh, a lot on uh, offense. Mm. Um, so we'll see. Their um, their co or their uh, quarterback, mm-hmm. Jeremy Jackson, mm-hmm. son of former Michigan running backs coach Fred Jackson. Oh wow. He's he played at uh, Pioneer, I believe. Yeah, because wasn't he coaching at Eastern? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Florida State here because I think Virginia Tech is uh, kind of putting things back together. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll be well, back Well, we have next a record week. of what we've said. Yeah. So we can review. It, uh, is on here forever. Forever. We've been going for about an hour. I think wow. uh, that's a good that's good that's cool. a good solid app. Yeah. Um. We'll see. Or you? No, you've taken your hat out of the running already. Yeah, yeah. I, I would love I would love to, but fall is tough for me. I get it. I get it. I do. Uh, I d- thanks for joining me for one. Oh, no. And I'll come back. I mean, yeah. I'm going to come back um, before the Penn State game. All right. 
All right, or after yeah, or whatever. But uh, yeah, there's no suspense here, folks. You know that you'll be seeing, you'll be hearing from a different uh, auditioning co-host <laughs> next week. Uh, but thank you. Uh, this has been fumbling around. I'm Andy Reid, and I'm Chris Moody. Talking sports. We need a band.